0: You came to a gym where you also felt like the unfit one, right? And you stayed. And that's what I I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get that. I gotta get, I can't do any of this, but I'm gonna try anyway. And that's where most people fail. They just go, I'm just, uh, that's not me. I'll never be able to do that. I'm unfit. I'm always gonna be fat. I'm always gonna be this. And it's like, you, you don't have to be anything at all. You know, you can, you can change your life any day you wanna start. That's the fact. Welcome to Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training. I'm James Griffiths, and today I'm going to be talking to one of our Wild Training Gym members about her experience of exercising and enjoying the benefits from doing activities that she never imagined she'd have a go at. All right, so Ree, welcome to the Fitness Inside Out Wild Training podcast. She's exciting. Um, so so Ree's one of the members here at the Wild Training Gym, and you've just come from an aerial skills class, right? Yes. Yeah. Amazing and so and so melissa's here with us as well and so melissa's obviously our, our aerials instructor so so you were teaching that class i was yep go well
1: really well what did yeah. you learn what did i learn
0: what did you, no, you teach <laughs> oh
1: what did i teach a uh, mixed bag we've got so many different levels in there so we had cartwheel entry handstand entry corkscrew we had thigh hitch we had all sorts
0: mm-hmm. any stuff. new stuff Ree, for you
2: yeah so we hit the corkscrew move which was a new one it's very technical so it's yeah one to definitely work on (laughs) tidy up a bit but it's good fun it's
0: always the way right it starts out like origami and like a few weeks down the line it'll feel really easy right but uh, but obviously so really excited to talk to you on the podcast because end of the year 2022 i think has been a challenging year for lots of people for lots of reasons right getting over Twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one and then, you know, the the economy thing going on has got a lot of people kind of in a, a weird place, I think, emotionally. Um uh, and, and so, you know, like always, exercise and health and fitness is is hopefully up there in terms of people's priorities, in terms of their actions, sometimes not so much. But we're we're lucky in the sense that obviously we've got a pretty fun a fun kind of place for us to enjoy it, right? And and so coming to the end of the year, we try and do our best in terms of not just you know, marketing the gym and, and selling and, and doing that kind of stuff because, you know, everybody advertises their business to the of right? At the end of the year with Black Fridays and yeah Christmas and then January and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, as much as we can, it's nice, I think, for, for us to reflect on the year that we've had as a gym. And certainly as, as the gym evolves our, our ideas around health and fitness and how we can help people changes and evolves as we we learn more, you know, about the people that come into the gym. And and we had this idea, right, about how obviously most people are beyond sick of, of hearing from me and hearing my voice and watching me on a video on Facebook talking about why fitness is probably something they should try to enjoy more, right? And that's what this place is all about. We started while training... 2010 i said three things i said i gotta make it fun i gotta keep it effective and i've got to include everyone that's that's the brand right because if you don't start with making it fun why would anybody start and that's the hardest thing it's getting people to start right And we'll, we'll get into your start story in a minute right but uh, but obviously you've you've you know got a great story you've been an amazing energy in the gym since you've joined you found this passion for exercise that potentially you hadn't had previously and and we thought yeah let's video that in this really inspiring way that we can go yeah we're going to put our our members out there and 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 say look these are normal people with normal lives walking their dogs on the commute to work and and doing all the things that everybody does that might help people that think gyms aren't for them that think this gym is not for them right and and they'll probably connect with you way better than they will connect with me because you know, i'm just a gym owner who wants to sell a bunch of gym memberships right and hopefully our members quickly realize that's not the case but that's that's only possible when they come in the door and so getting people in the door is the hardest thing and i think you're in the best position to obviously share what we do with people and obviously you've been kind enough to to, to want to talk about it which is wicked so so obviously yeah at the gym have fun Boyfriend's down here now as well. Husband, sorry. Husband, yeah. I know, right? So, so, uh, so, tell us about how you you got started first, didn't you? Because you came mm. down and then Matt kind of followed you. Yeah. Right.
2: Um, I mean, to be honest, so I had uh, been, well, previously I hadn't been able to really commit to gyms or exercise on much because of my because of my job because my work. So I was doing like twelve-hour shifts. Um, I was working um. At, Great Ormond Street and the intensive care um so I was doing 12-hour shifts and I was commuting from London and I didn't really have much of time to have much of life um and kind of all my own health and my own well-being had sort of fallen by the wayside um and then I had a big change in a career change which meant that I now have a a bit more time for myself I reduce my hours down Um, And then I actually started doing uh, tap dancing classes. So I was doing tap dancing classes, which then finished for the summer. And I was like, oh, this is finishing for the summer. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I've got six weeks. And then it popped up, oh, that's six week challenge. And I was like, oh, that's good. I've got six weeks of my time. (laughs) and This is a six week challenge. so I'll give it a go. And I think the idea of being in a, with a group of people who were all quite new to the sort of exercises, cause that's what's intimidating joining a gym is you walk in and there's all these like big buff people walking around and you feel like you don't fit in. And it's, it's very hard to, to get started um, when you're in an environment that you don't always feel comfortable. Um, so I was like okay if it's a, a group of people we're all starting at the same point point. Um, and sort of the sense of all that okay there's a there's a group that support all of that um, and then I start so I started the 6x and was really enjoying it um, and then had a class with melissa and um was saying oh all the silks stuff and the studio looks really cool but i don't have the upper body strength i couldn't i couldn't do a single i've never been able to do a push-up in my life (laughs) i couldn't do one push-up and it's like something that even my family are taking the mickey out of me they're like your biceps is like a piece of string with a knot tied in it like that's (laughs) that's me i've been like a really pathetic one (laughs) um I don't have any upper body strength. Um, She was like, just come, just give it a go. Like, it's good fun. Um, And then went and had a go at the silks. It was hard at the start, but um, like, even just trying to get upside down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I remember in the bodyweight classes with you, James, like on the rings, and everyone else is flipping upside down and doing all this cool stuff. And I just like, you're like, just put your legs over your head and go backwards. And it just wasn't happening. (laughs) And I was like, then in that moment I was like, okay, this is something I want to be able to. I want to be able to just get upside down, um and then that was sort of then that was my goal. So I was like, I'm gonna keep just keep going and keep coming to the classes and doing the body weight and doing the doing the silks and the hoop until I get to that point where I get upside down. And then you get upside down, you're like, okay, what's the next thing? Like, what's my next thing I'm gonna work? Do it take you long?
0: Like, do you remember like how how long did it take you from that class where you're like, I'm not going upside down to actually getting upside down?
2: Couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the thing is like like so you've gone through this lifetime of your family making fun of your 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 string with a knot in it biceps. Yeah. And then two weeks later you're on upside down in in, you know, an activity that you're looking around a room going, I can't do what everybody else is mm. doing and then two weeks later you did, right? Yeah. So it's great. And like I always feel, yeah, grateful, I think, that that people trust us enough to stick around, mm-hmm. you know? Because obviously, like you said, I didn't join the gym because it's full of all those buff people that know what they're doing. And, and you know, the other way to frame that is, gym is this place where a bunch of people have worked it out. They've worked it out how mm-hmm. to be fit, be strong and do these things they want to be able to do. So if I hang around with them, you know, it's mm-hmm. gonna work, right? Whereas, whereas I think I've talked about it previously, that like the fitness industry just sometimes, I don't know. Somehow, it's made a lot of people—not everybody, but a lot of people—think they need to get fit on their own. Yeah. And I just think it's the worst idea, like ever. Right? Like dance—you—you you started out with like uh, like tap. Mm. Sweet dance <laughs> is rad. Dance is such a good example of a good activity because that's something that you normally do and practice with other people, mm-hmm. and that's why it's more fun, right? Like football, you know, rugby, netball like softball, like all these sports, right? Most people that do sports don't do the sport directly to look different, you know, to lose weight, to get some abs. But a lot of people that do sport regularly probably end up with better health and, and fitness than a lot of people that go to the gym. Because the people that go to the gym, they go to that that kind of, you know, hamster in a, a wheel, kind of treadmill type, low intensity activity, because it's safe. I know what I'm doing. If I press quick start, nobody can make fun of me because I'm not doing it wrong, right?
2: Because I'd always um, been the sort of serial have a gym membership and then watch the direct debit come out of your bank account every month and feel really guilty for not going <laughs> and yeah. like being like oh, I was spending this money and I'm not using it and and that association of the gym and the guilt of not going to the gym and all yeah. of that and then I was going to a, a different gym locally and I was having a an induction on some of the new equipment and they were talking about goals and uh, the guy who was setting me up just assumed that I wanted to lose weight he hadn't asked if I'd wanted to lose weight he just looked at me and made Mm -hmm. an assumption like oh you want to lose weight and it was that like it's just so toxic isn't it very like it's and I was like that you just this is so like it's ingrained in some of these cultures and some of these gyms that like oh you're here you obviously want to be smaller
0: because i don't, Cause I don't, I think,
2: I don't it's, think it's what it's about well, it's not what it's it's about some of me. these
0: it's cultures a, a lot of it. i literally yeah. think it's the world man you know and it's like it's it's not social media because it was before then you know we've had i guess the fitness industry as we know it since the 60s you know bodybuilding kicked off and and then gymnasiums which arguably look a lot more like our gym so you walk into a mm-hmm. gym and you see this open plan room with some things to climb on and some things to balance on and it's like yeah that, that looks like a gymnasium man um but people don't know how to mm. use that right and, and, it's and
2: funny because you said before about people being like oh where's the treadmill so it's right. like no treadmills was a selling point yeah. i was like great there's a gym with no treadmills <laughs> well, yeah but i mean that comes back because it's point, the right? most boring thing in the world walking like oh, going man. on a treadmill tell
0: me don't get me started <laughs> <terms>. but um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's that thing where like, what people I think often want to find and maybe a better way of framing it is change. Mm. They want to change their lifestyle for the better. Whether they think about it as health or fitness, lifestyle, quality of life, they want to create a change for the better. So they're finding a gym or finding a new gym. And then when they find change, they have a panic attack about it. And you're like, your gym looks different. It's like, yes, because we will deliver a really positive change. Whatever that is, you know, and then, like you say, we really try not to make assumptions about what that might be, Mm. you know. Um, And, and yeah, there's, there's definitely a barrier between, I think, what people want and their perception of how they get it. And definitely the way that the fitness industry talks about it. So what you touched on there is perfect. And like Melissa knows I've been talking about this for a long time and weirdly been having the same conversation in lots of different ways with lots of different people. Lots of women, lots of men, right? And and it's this idea that people exercise for loads of different reasons, you know? But I think you could almost simply put it down to two sides of the same coin, which is to feel empowered, to feel confident, to feel good, just to feel good about who they are. And the other side of that coin is, is not to feel vulnerable, not to feel weak or unhealthy, not to feel, like limited in their lifestyle, you know? Cause when you're unhealthy, you know, you're you're going to end up probably being able to enjoy life a little bit less. Mm. Right. And that's that's what it comes down to. And, you know, whether you end up needing surgery for something or becoming ill or whatever. Like fitness, I think, is basically just insurance. The fitter you are, arguably, the 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 greater level of insurance you have before you become unwell. Right. Mm. You know, so I think it's crossFit that describe them uh, sc- describe that as a, a sickness wellness and fitness continuum so if I'm in fitness if I'm fit and healthy I have to go through kind of well-being wellness to get to sick mm. whereas if I'm borderline in the middle it doesn't take me much to get down to sick yeah. kind of things so it's, it's a physiological
2: mystery. reserve isn't it you've yeah. got that reserve yeah literally every marker every yeah.
0: biomarker I think fits in that continuum but uh, but yeah what you're talking about is this assumption that a woman wants to get fitter so it's like yeah yeah you want to lose weight Mm. it's like where did that assumption come from right but but for a lot of people that want to feel empowered to feel stronger to feel better about themselves they they then have to find that goal and they have to fit that goal that 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 reason why they want to pursue health and fitness and maybe a gym membership whatever it is and they have to pursue that goal of feeling better about themselves in a world that says how do you want to look different Mm. and it's just like Dude, I, I'm okay with what I look like. I just want to feel better, and that doesn't happen. Like, or the way that people are trying to deliver that message doesn't connect with all the people that aren't relating to gyms or personal trainers or the fitness industry yeah. or you know, food advice or whatever, whatever it is, right? Because because all those things are yeah, about weight loss, changing your body shape, you know, build some muscle. And then, you know, for men, it, I think it's 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 a lot of the same, but using just different language mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I think it's really bad. So yeah. so if we think about it as, you know, one of the, the terms I keep throwing around is holistic mm-hmm. health. People really don't have a plan about how to achieve that. So it was a stat that was thrown around by somebody in the fitness industry. Uh, I think it was Guy Griffiths, who's, who's a great guy for analytics of, of retention and things like that. And he said, um, seven out of 10 people right now want to improve their health and their fitness. One out of 10 people want to join a gym. So that tells you that a lot of people don't connect their health and their fitness Mm. to a gym membership. And I kind of get that because I'm not sure that a lot of what gyms deliver is actually a healthy environment to feel good, to feel empowered Mm. and uh, you know, to improve our health and fitness, right? So yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And And, and like whenever
2: I'd gone to like classes at other gyms, like no one speaks to each other or Mm. there's all that looking over your shoulder, like, oh, what's that person doing? Or, oh, that new person doesn't know what they're doing. And it's all these, just being in an environment like that, I think for any human really it's not it's not an enjoyable environment to be in when you feel like that it makes very difficult
0: i think that's 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 a weird one because i i literally can't imagine a gym like that and and you know i've worked in lots of different gyms i've Mm. worked in commercial gyms and and private gyms and hotel spas and everything you can imagine basically and and i I think you know like like any job any anywhere you're going to find people that are good at it and bad at it, mm. right? People that care about it and don't care about it. Sometimes it's just a paycheck or whatever. But I think that culture always comes from the staff. You know, you, you can't rely on having a load of really cool members come into a class that make you feel welcome. That's that's gonna start and end with the staff mm. and and the culture they create, right? So, so hopefully you came to this gym and that didn't happen.
2: Yeah, like Wicked. immediately like <laughs> walked into the first, uh, when I'd done the first class outside of the 6 acts, it was a bodyweight one, and it was immediately, um, Sadie was like, oh, hi, like, have you just joined, and all of that, and just immediately started, like, chatting, and then yeah. you just, like, people do, like, any classes, they'll just, they'll chat, or they'll be like, oh, that move looks great, or, oh, look, you're making progress, and, and, and it just, there is that community there. Yeah,
0: it's beautiful, man. I mean, I think Sadie only joined the gym about six weeks before you, so, yeah, like, we, we try and make sure that, care comes into people's experience really quickly you know like we, we've been joking about you know what's the difference between an independent gym and more of a, like a commercial gym and it's you know a simple way of saying it is we, we genuinely do care because mm-hmm. I think when we stop caring about people we're we're in trouble you know that's 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 why this place works but uh, but yeah so so obviously you know if you came to, to to aerial silks and just found the most ridiculous passion for mm-hmm that activity you know so yeah start with the bodyweight exercise stuff and i think that that gives you the confidence to go all the stuff that i can't do and fully believe is impossible for me as a person right Mm -hmm. you start to go quite quickly that that stuff works every week i go back and i'm better maybe i can try Mm -hmm. that thing that i saw that i really want to have a go at but i don't want to suck at type thing right yeah and so you rock up and you start doing aerials you've done you know a lot of work with with melissa and you know mm. melissa said to me that you know we've we've trained a lot of people to do aerials now and you've progressed quicker than probably anybody we've seen in the gym which is testament to you probably hitting that nugget that i said about having fun mm. right no,
2: absolutely yeah and i mean like um it was I think it's just, it's been like a, like a mental and a physical journey. Cause it was back in like 2019 when I got my pacemaker. Mm-hmm. So, cause I've got a heart condition, I've got heart blocks and my heart was pausing. Didn't know why. Discovered that, yeah, I was having like, I think the longest was like six seconds. So my heart had stopped for six seconds. It was like taken into hospital. They did lots of tests and I ended up with a, with a pacemaker um which is always something like just getting my head around that because i'd always thought like oh pacemakers are something for old people (laughs) and -hmm. i think that's what lots of people thought and it's not something that i'd ever i didn't know anyone with a pacemaker or i didn't you know hadn't really heard about it and it's um and i eventually like i then reached out and like found a bit of a community online of like young people with pacemakers um and then you find people like hitting the gym and like doing these kinds of things and it starts to because I thought once that happened I was like okay that part of my life's done now (laughs) because before I'd been in like I'd done half marathons and I'd always been like interested in being active and doing things and I liked a bit of adrenaline and I did like competitive trampolining when I was um back at uni Um, And I was like, okay, that's done now. That's not my life anymore because I have this little battery and some wires now that like live inside my heart. And that's quite a scary thing to get your head around. Um, And then that was December, 2019. And then COVID happened (laughs) and the whole world just went absolutely crazy. Mm. Um, And I was working in COVID ICU um for like a year and a half um so then that was just like it was a year and a half of just living life on survival mode and then sort of the six months before that kicked off really um so I hadn't for a good two years I hadn't been thinking at all or had any energy or thought about like putting anything into into myself and my health and my well-being and all of that and it wasn't till really when I kind of joined joined the gym and did the six sex and started getting going on the silks that I was like I'm starting to feel like myself again um, and I'm finding these like passions again and these things that I'm walking away and I'm feeling like good in myself and like in my soul and in my and, you know in my heart like I walk away and I just I'm like I'm doing all these things that I didn't think I'd be able to do and that feels amazing yeah. Um, and it's been like such an amazing journey to kind of like prove myself wrong for all those things that I had said, like, I'm not gonna be able to do that. Like, I'm not gonna be able to do any, you know, exercises that use my arms and my shoulders because my box is there and I'm not gonna be able to put too much strain on my body and like finding a way with very good instructors to do it in a, in a very safe way. And I think that's been a big difference as well because when I've been at gyms before and I've said oh I've got this thing like I've either had instructors who have been like not really known how to deal with it so they just kind of ignore it and they're like yeah just do everything whatever stop if you can't do it or people that have been very cautious and been like oh don't do this don't do this don't do this which then was making me feel a lot worse yeah. Um. so to sort of be with and work with like instructors trainers who um will kind of relate with their own personal experience as well on like find a way to like train in a very like positive safe manner that doesn't make me feel like (laughs) like i'm a bit like disabled sometimes for lack of a better word um because it's technically what it is um so to yeah to work with people who are like we can make progress and can like still like there's so much more to life and you can like you know build yourself back up again from those like difficult places and those low places yeah totally um and not just build yourself back up but go in a whole new direction and do these like crazy cool things that you hadn't thought you could do before and start like you know pushing the boundaries i
0: mean like um i don't know i've never i've never met somebody that we haven't been able to kind of help enjoy that addiction which is growth and progress in, in ourselves you know and i think that's. We're just born to adapt It's the best thing we got we can we can adapt to anything you know but when we stop doing that we stop challenging ourselves physically mentally whatever it's hard to feel i think fulfilled you know unhappy in in what you're doing you know Uh, and that that's probably a a better interpretation of success is if i'm just getting a little bit better at something every day whatever it is it doesn't have to be physical you know we, we my my arena is the physical and you know from your your words there, is is for me, I've always seen the physical adaptations of me trying to help somebody find uh, an improvement in their body physically, the most powerful intervention to help them feeling better mentally, mm. spiritually, you know, emotionally, all of it. And like, you know, what you just said there is just, God, if I could bottle it, <laughs> bottle it and send it out. You know i'm young i've got a pacemaker i've given up on that part of my life i've got a really stressful job covid i wasn't able to look after my health and then and then you don't know how to get there you've gone to gyms that made you feel yeah not welcome not you know in in the right place for you to progress the way you wanted to progress and then you came to a gym where you also felt like the unfit one right Mm. and you stayed and that's what I, I gotta i gotta i gotta get that i gotta get i can't do any of this but i'm gonna try anyway and that's where most people fail they just go i'm just I, I, that's not me i'll never be able to do that i'm unfit i'm always going to be fat i'm always going to be this and it's like you, you don't have to be anything at all you know you can you can change your life any day you want to start that's the fact you know so yeah props to you for for turning up and and starting but you know you're talking about having great instructors and that's Always an interesting conversation, you know, mm-hmm. um, because you know Melissa's story in this place is is a lovely one because she walks in in 2017 as probably somebody that hasn't ever connected like you have with a gym, you know, knows that wants fitness, wants to be healthy, wants to feel strong, wants to feel empowered in her own way, and maybe that hasn't been met by the fitness industry's messages of lose weight, be lean, you know, do some bodybuilding type stuff and whatever end up in a a fitness competition on stage in like a bikini or a photo shoot or all these all these things we often see you know because of where the fitness industry evolved from you know hasn't connected with it right and and probably isn't in the best place in terms of what she wants to be you know in her body and, and all that kind of stuff and and now you meet her as this like world-class, incredible instructor and you think, wow, she must've done this for her entire life and been a gymnast and, you know, been an aerialist in like a circus somewhere. And uh, yeah, she just learned it here, you know, and obviously then like you found a passion for it and then pursued it, you know, and then went to do the educational courses, the instructor courses. And then, frankly, went beyond them because you know, like all of our education in the fitness industry, like you've experienced, I've done the same personal training course as the trainers you met in those gyms, mm-hmm. right? So you have to find more in in this industry and explore it and test it and evidence it and experience it yourself. So I've done more training that doesn't relate to things I'm interested in than any trainer that I know because I wanted to make sure I had something for you and for Melissa and for everybody else that walks in the door. Um, And yeah, so, so, you know, Melissa's this great story because she walked in as a member just like you. And then what, like five years later, you think about how many people she's inspired as this incredible instructor that can, like you said, like relate to you at your stage and know what to say to you because she's been there you know so so like for you melissa like obviously you've seen Rees' journey and you've seen lots of other people you know go through a similar kind of yeah process of of i can't do it i'm not even going to turn up i turned up and now i'm terrified so i'm going to kind of hide in the corner and just not make eye contact with anybody and then and then all of a sudden you realize there's this whole personality and beautiful thing that probably they didn't even know was in there and they found this, yeah, again, rubbish, repeated word, but they found this community that actually cared about who they are, not what they can do, mm. like who they are, how they feel, genuinely listen <laughs> when they, they ask, you know, how's your day been, you know, because they want to know. So uh, so again, it's just exercise, right? But you've seen it now, obviously it changed your life, but but you've now changed so many other people's lives as well with it.
1: Yeah, it's amazing to hear you know how you've overcome your own sort of boundaries you put in and those other trainers that implied those boundaries for you without even you know talking to you but yeah i mean when i started silks oh my god i got my ass kicked over and over again by those silks you know and i just didn't stop you know it wasn't it wasn't yeah maybe a little bit out of stubbornness um and mostly an obsession and that's what i always say and i think i said it to you it becomes an obsession um, but yeah you just didn't stop and you, you don't stop and you listen and that's when you you know other members in the class now feel confident in coming to you and listening to you about a particular move about help you know if I'm in the corner no, you know helping someone else or I'm busy up to landing whatever you know I can rely on you doing a demo and they're coming up to you and talking to you so and that's because of all the efforts you have put on in your own time as well and actually listening so no it's amazing
0: to hear i mean that's that's empowerment because like yeah you're not going to be the kind of person that would probably go in a gym and start talking to people about what they could correct right (laughs) but now i mean like yeah like melissa's saying like you've got to that place where you know you're you're the person that's giving other people confidence and again like that's community because you know people here care about you and you care about them and that's the most ridiculous energy in the world because it makes everybody feel safe and happy and valued in a way that potentially they're not getting outside of a gym. So I, I said it so many times, gyms aren't places with a bunch of kit in it for you to sweat. That's not what a gym is. It's it's a place where we can come together and exercise, being together and exercising, most powerful therapy in the world. And it's like, everybody knows you have to wake up, you have to go to work, you have to eat, you have to go to the toilet, you have to go to sleep. These are like the rules of every day, this is what we have to do. And somehow exercise isn't on that list and it blows my mind, like hunter-gatherer and all that kind of stuff. We gotta move, man. Take your dog for a walk, take yourself for a walk, but we've got options. We can do aerial silks, you know? We don't just have to walk, you know? So I think that's that's what I wanna try and help more people find in their exercise. And that's why it's amazing, yeah, hearing your story because, you know, like Melissa has inspired you mm. with, with going to her classes and stuff like that you are now on our podcast and you are going to inspire lots of other people i bet because again like you know everybody knows we're here you mm. know we've we've been doing this for a long time you know while training is as is, 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 as a brand it hasn't changed like I, I used to be in the parks with kettlebells and ropes saying the same thing i just had less options you know and stubbornly just yeah, been crusading through through the world, trying to convince everybody that there is a more fun way to enjoy their bodies and enjoy what health and fitness is, which is every day something we do. It's not something you get. And mm. people have a problem with that. Like, I've got this status. So like you don't have anything. You've just got today doing something for you to be healthy. You know, you don't get to have healthy, healthy mm. fitness. We got to do it every day so uh and it's yeah.
2: like you're you're investing that time in yourself aren't you which is really nice um i mean i like and i think parts well of like why I, like i've almost moved in to your gym um <laughs>
0: it happens.
2: it's uh it's it's how i switch off i finish work and then i come and i like yeah. throw myself around on the silks or on the rings or like spin around on a hoop or whatever and you can only focus on what you're doing in that moment like your brain's not thinking like oh my day at work today and my stress mm-hmm. and tomorrow and i've got to get dinner and i've got to do my laundry and i have to do all my like whatever things you're worrying about because you you're just focused on okay i need to like not hit the ground <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i need to <laughs> i need to focus on what i'm doing and i think it's it's good for that reset in your brain because you have to switch everything off totally. and it gets that and it's something i mentioned to you before Jones, about um and something that uh psychologists that i've spoken to before um when they were helping me before when i was working in covid but when you're facing like stressful situations um like in a work environment or in a home environment or wherever um and you have this like adrenaline in your body and you're body then and your brain you associate that adrenaline with that feeling of panic and that feeling of stress and it's very unpleasant and then you also have those kind of down days where you're just there and you feel like you have that stress and even if you're not in that stressful situation your body's used to feeling like that because you are in a stressful situation a lot and actually by doing something like the calisthenics and the silk something that gives you an adrenaline rush but in a very positive way it it it's um, like retraining your brain and retraining your body into like oh this is this can be a good thing this is this is fun yeah. um and you modify the way that your body and your brain has that response to that adrenaline and it like has a like it's a, a has a physiological effect and I think that's so important as well like yeah. to yeah, yeah. like yeah. have that in yourself
0: and I, I think yeah definitely you you I totally agree and I, I think the fitness industry just probably doesn't have enough options Mm. for the amount of people out there to find that outlet everybody needs an outlet you know some people it's punching kicking you know muay thai brazilian jiu-jitsu wrestling martial arts they're great you know and again when you're stood in front of a guy and he's trying to punch you you're not thinking about your work you know uh and you know i'm I'm, i hate self-help style books and things like that because i don't think self is the best way of helping yourself i think getting out there and talking to people and then and then you know a lot of time those those kind of things they talk about being present definitely present when you're upside down mm-hmm. in an aerial silk trying to work out which way <laughs> left is so which we've you know anybody's done aerial silks knows that left and right's become a problem when you're upside down <laughs> so um so yeah i think yeah loads of really interesting points we'll carry on these conversations with, with lots of the other members because we've got some amazing stories here mm-hmm. you know from the trainers and, and from the members and you know, I guess, I guess it's to finish, like you've, you've talked about, you know, I think the change you've experienced, but if you had to stick it down to like a real benefit to joining the gym, you know, our gym and then and, and experiencing coaching experience and the variety of the different classes, It's lovely to see you dive into different kinds of sessions, but like a benefit you didn't see coming to joining this gym.
2: I mean, it's a lot there's loads Um, I think like I mean the biggest like it's like my it's like my body's mine again which I know sounds really strange but it's like that that kind of like it's back on my side like we're friends again (laughs) it's it's not something I'm fighting against
0: I mean I I think I did Um, a a podcast with Melissa a long long time ago uh, and she said basically the same thing you know so it became a place that she felt happy about what she was doing for mm. herself and for her body and all that kind of stuff but uh but look like you know you finished your class and it's it's a little bit later than uh than normal so uh so we'll wrap it up but uh but yeah again really really grateful for you uh if you chat to us and yeah great to hear you know the 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 place is working for you because because that's why we do it you know what i mean um but uh yeah well done and yeah like looking forward to doing uh more and more training with you
2: yeah no nice thanks so much it was really nice to to talk that's really good
0: pleasure thanks for listening to another episode of fitness inside out by wild training please hit subscribe and catch all of our future episodes i'm james griffiths and if you have a question or any content that you'd like us to cover in a future episode then please drop us a message we listen to all of the feedback and we'll make sure that we keep our podcast interesting and valuable for you